Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello win column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind. I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Read it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, April 17th. The Vols just clinched their fifth. You heard that right. The fifth SEC series win. Got off to a bumpy start, but man, what a weekend. And then before we really get into baseball, I do want to give a shout out to the softball team. Um, fur coats, grand slams, walk-offs. They've done it all tonight, Landon. That, that went over Texas A&M. What a what a bomb. That's incredible. But let, let's let's also give a round of applause to the umpires for actually letting them actually celebrate <laughs> like that. Hey, what, right. what would a sport be if it was fun? All right. Um, yeah. As Kiv said, you've got Ace Ventura. Um, you've got Ben Stiller. I can't remember the nursing home attendant. Don't remember his name and Happy Gilmore. Um, you know, we're in his world now, grandmas. Um, so <laughs> what a weekend, though. And, and, and you know. Friday was rough, obviously, and but bounce back like that against I thought an Alabama team who um, they were giving you fits. I mean, obviously, you know Sunday you just kind of run away with it um, with the help of Trey Lipscomb and Jarrell Ortega, and uh, even you know Cortland Lawson gets in on the action with a, a ground rule double. But they 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 definitely tried tried their best to hang around Saturday. Um, feel like the score maybe it was because we lost Friday. The score. It felt a lot closer than the score told you. Yeah, I mean, we're going into the eighth inning. It's a one-run ball game if, you know, that played – if that ball doesn't go right through Cortland Lawson's legs. Um, mm. So, how, how different does that game look when, you know, you have one run to get rather than, you know, three or four? So, right. yeah, it just it, – it sucks the way that it – it seemed like Tennessee was struggling. Everything was a pop-up. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say it was the wooden bats or, you know, whatever it was. But if Tony Vitello today is just like four games, worth it. If, if that's <laughs> yeah, that, what needed to be done, it was it was definitely worth it. Well, yeah, and I, and I think everyone – I hope everyone can agree. The thing I'm frustrated with is he never should have gotten any... – I don't know why he got ejected, and I'd be interested to find out. Here's my take. If you're an ump, unless you're trying to calm someone down, and unless he says something about your mama or something, um, if you're yelling at the the coach, you got to let him yell back at you. You you can't eat, you can't just chew him out and expect nothing back. You're not, you know, you're not free from criticism. Yeah. So he wasn't trying to. He was not trying to calm him down. In fact, Frank Anderson, the other the home plate umpire on on Friday, uh, Saturday night. I thought was trying to calm Frank down. Nothing was going on. Third base, sorry. He was the chief uh, of the umpire crew. So, you know, all the powers that come with that, he gets to run in and toss him somebody. And Go he's not even the, involved. The stash or <laughs> yeah. what? I don't even know what I'll, that was. The food I, I'll, ta- I'll toss you out of this podcast right now, Landon. I've got the power. <laughs> I'm the chief tonight. Um, but, no, I mean, it's just frustrating. It seemed like that um, Jeffrey did all he did to, um, you know, to – to make it tough on Tennessee and uh, Tennessee responds. And I was, you know, I think Tennessee fans who, and not that I'm a big baseball fan and I kind of, you know, forgot this until people started mentioning it many times managers will gladly go and get tossed to get their team fired up. Tony saw a two, two run skid um, that, yeah, it's not, you got to keep it in perspective. A loss to tech midweek isn't the worst thing in the world. A loss to a Friday quality ranked sec opponent isn't the end of the world. Those losses come. Are they disappointing? Sure. He saw that what well, a lot of Tennessee fans saw, I'm sure, 
we got to get him fired up. And if it takes me getting ejected, I'm sure he would like to have the four games back. But if he it takes me getting ejected, so be it. And, and I think surely every Tennessee fan can agree that you know, unfortunately you can't touch. I know everyone would have liked to to get their hands on that that little man this weekend, but you can't. It's part of it. And uh, you just take your suspension and uh, let's go beat Florida without him too. Well, he, he should be back for Sunday. Sunday, right? Yeah, he'll be back Sunday. Yeah, so I mean, uh, I was I was gonna. Usually, I was I wasn't hoping he was suspended for that game, but I was like, you know, he just didn't want to go to Florida. I mean, who the hell would want to? He tried to get out of it, but they suspended yeah. him for today. So yeah, <laughs> it's um, like, it was a great weekend though. A lot of um, yeah, you know, I think Friday night. It, you seem like you like had a, fun. Your your voice tells the kind of whole story there. And I think you know, I've decided today. I realized, which I was much calmer today because I couldn't yell. Um, like it was just impossible. I tried to get some, you know, my words in to, to Jeffrey on second. Um, I know he heard me. I, every time someone yelled his name, that's when he put his hand behind his back. He heard. Um, not just me, everybody. The Oompa Loompa joke was solid. A lot of good stuff getting thrown out there. But uh, it's much easier to yell at baseball games because the umpires and the other team hears you. Football, you know, one game a year I might lose my voice. But nowhere near as bad as this. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know this is a family-friendly show, but I just want to do want to clarify. Do you know what a circle jerk is? Because I'm not aware. <laughs> All right, let, let's tell that story. You have, you it, have to. You yeah, have to. Friday night, just – I mean, like Caleb said it best. It was something out of a movie. So we're sitting there, me, Matt, and Caleb, and um, there's a family sitting behind us. It's a younger teenager, probably early high school. His mom, I guess two siblings, younger siblings, like seven, eight, both boys, and then I guess a, a dad. And Alabama, the, they got they let runners on. So they come in, huddle up, talk to the pitcher, and the teenager just yells, circle jerk. And I thought it was funny, you know, my immature self. So I look back, and I'm, like, going to tell him, like, hey, good one. As soon as I, like, start to say it, one of his younger siblings turns to his mom and was like, Mom, what's a circle jerk? <laughs> and without hesitation, this mom just rears back and is like, no. <laughs> she was getting, like, if if he would have been a little bit, like, if he wasn't laid back in the seat, he would have got freaking smacked <laughs> right in the mouth. Says it, like, four times. And finally, she's like, <laughs> stop saying it. Stop. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, wish maybe the broadcast mics were there. Probably better than what Bob was doing. Dude, um, oh, my God. Okay, let's get into that. I mean, yeah, Tennessee hit it. You know, Tennessee hit a grand slam today. Uh, first base clearing double. Um, then a grand slam until finally the, the production crew figured out it was just a ground rule double. <laughs> I mean, I was watching the – the good thing is, like, I go to the game, so I don't have to listen to that crap. But I feel so bad. And, and like, you tweet out the calls of some of these, like Trey Lipscomb's home run. Damn. I mean, him and Todd Helton act like, I mean, he hit a, a ground ball to second base. It was it's, awful. It's bad. Um, I hope, hope. I mean, I love Todd Helton, VFL. Appreciate him. He, he does not a, he's not a color guy, dude. He's not. He doesn't have it in his voice. I'm sorry. No, can we can we get somebody with, you know, a pulse? Right. Absolutely. Especially for a team like this, a team that you're going to get a lot of great – you should get a lot of great calls. You get a lot from John Wilkerson. Um, you get some from – I don't know who the play-by-play guy who's normally on. He's a younger guy. He was the color guy, I think, with, with Packer. I think he does a great job. Is that um, Hoover? Hoover has done some. He he does great oh. too. Uh, there's a young there's a younger guy though that that does it too. I just can't remember his name. I think he does a great job. Um, and, and listen, I know when you're in that booth, you're you're technically kind of like SEC guy. You're not Tennessee, um, but I also think the, the guys did a great job of getting you know bringing that level for for big moments from the other team. But listen. You're a Tennessee guy. Let your colors show. You're you're first off. You're hired by the Vol Network. If the SEC wants SEC guys in there, they can start doing it. They can start doing the broadcast, right? Um, but you're a Tennessee guy. Are the other fans going to hate you? 
Sure. Do the other fans already probably hate Todd Helton? Probably. Just own it. Own who you are. Love the orange. This weekend should have been fun for everyone involved. It was a great time in Lindsey Nelson besides Friday. Um, but, yeah, it was – and I like what Scott Cawhorn just said. Any series win over Alabama feels so much sweeter. Friday night hurt. It sucked. Yeah. Um, it did. And no no disrespect to Alabama. I mean, they, they are um, – they're a good team. They are um, – they're ranked, and they are on a – they're fairly hot right now. So we knew it was going to be a tough game. I called a lot. I felt a loss. This felt like the week that a loss could come. I felt like it was a tough week. Um, you know, coming off of a pretty emotional series against Missouri where you did have to dig in and fight. Um, so, yeah, I, it just kind of felt like this could be the week with the teams you faced. It's just right. it's baseball. It is what it is. It's sports. You Those losses come. Um, but yeah, credit, credit Tennessee. That, that went over uh, – that went over – Alabama is it, like Scott said. It's always nice. It can't beat that feeling. Yeah, and it, it was a tough matchup when you look at where it was. Like, you know, coming off a series like you mentioned, where you kind of struggled a little bit pitching wise. You know, Chase Burns had right. a um, didn't have a great outing against Missouri. Um, Dolander kind of <laughs> run into some trouble. He, he picked it up um, right. against Missouri, but he struggled early on, and then and then found his way. But then you're running this Alabama team, like you mentioned, they're hot. They have a ton of lefties, so it, it seemed like every fly ball they hit went out. Yeah, I mean, and that, that's the thing, too, is, you know, Tennessee did try to limit, you know, those home runs to the solos, which is, you know, if you're going to let – they attack the plate. Listen, they when you throw a lot of hittable balls, you're going to get a lot of balls hit. It's just – it is how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and credit to Alabama, they they did their best to take advantage of it. They, I mean, that one in the first today was a no doubter. <laughs> and yeah. Um, so yeah, they, I mean, they hit the ball. I think probably the best as a team that anybody has. I would say that, yeah. So credit credit to them in that in that regard. And, and sure. I was told they were led by their pitching staff, and I mean, especially Saturday and Sunday, Tennessee rocked. Well, and I think Saturday it took you it took you kind of getting to the bullpen. You kind of had to get past the first guy before you started rolling. Mm-hmm. But but even Friday, like we hit a lot of bo- like we found a lot of barrels, and yeah. they were just unfortunately went right to somebody. I think you or somebody said it today. Like how many times have we lined out to the center fielder <laughs> today, man? I'm like y'all are lucky we play in a um, y'all lucky it ain't a big Parker. You might have seen more flyouts because there there were some close ones. You Trey hit off the freaking yellow line in, in right center. Mm-hmm. Would have been his second home run. Yeah. Or third. Would that have been his third? Wouldn't help. I don't know. I took a nap today. I don't know. If that that would have been his third. Yeah, that double. Yeah. Um, which is insane. I mean, the fact that I think Luke and Jordan Beck tied last season with 15 home runs to lead the team. Yeah, and they played what sixty-eight games, and we're through thirty-three or thirty-six, and Trey Lipscomb has fifteen already. So pretty insane the the season he's having. Home run king, home run king for sure. Yeah. And uh, I like Jordan Fry mentioned it in the in the Twitter here, um, Twitter chat that it was good to finish. It's great to finish on that strong note before you do got to go to Florida. Um, it, that'll be a tough series. Florida's playing good ball right now. Um, so to, to to get out there to get Chase Beam, who's been your best pitcher on the staff, continues to be your best starter. Drew to Beam. get a performance, Drew Beam. Jay, I've called him Chase Beam eight times. <laughs> Drew Beam. Um, You're gonna stick the whole Chase thing, Chase, Chase, and Chase. There's there's got it. We I think we should change his name. Um, <laughs> but good to finish on that note. Uh, and then I told you on what probably like fifth or sixth inning, I was like the fielding this weekend has been so much better. Uh, I thought Trey Lipscomb played a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, Cortland Lawson continues to be Cortland Lawson. I, I think he did, ha- you know, struggle a little bit Friday. I think he had an error, but you know, overall, you get the games from from Lipscomb. You're always going to get Jarrell um, had a great line out that he caught um, Friday, I think, and he's just playing. He's playing better ball at second too. So uh, your your infield's just been real strong. And then Evan Russell, Evan Russell, which I mean, he hadn't played catcher at the collegiate level until this year and um he might be one of the best in the sec i mean he's been phenomenal he's also got to catch 104 every other game which isn't easy right yeah yeah definitely don't want to do that um 
You mentioned the errors. Corlin Lawson did have that one error in Friday night's game that kind of, I don't want to say took the air out of the, you're kind of maybe a rally late in that game, but it just, right. three runs is hard to come by when you only got six outs left. So um, that, that was that was tough, but, you know, Creedence mentioned in here that Lipscomb um, flashed the leather. Yeah, he, I think it was first, second inning where he goes and gets one right at the line and, and guns the guy out at first. I mean, that's that's what Tennessee's kind of been about since Sonny Vitello has taken over. They, they kind of worked on that defense, and then the offense came later on. Um, mm-hmm. And now you, you got you got both of them working for you. You got the pitching working for you. Um, and that's why you see this team number one right now. So, I mean, pretty crazy how things worked out this weekend. Tennessee gets the series win <laughs> – but Chase Burns struggles again. Um, only pitched three innings. Dolander goes out after the first, and um, could be back for Florida. Um, thankfully, so yep, yeah, do- doesn't seem like anything's um, broken out there. So you know he was in a sling. So hopefully you get him back um, pretty soon. So mm. and, and then Dolander gets banged up. You get Camden Sewell in there who who plays good, but also takes one off the foot. Um, then maybe tweaks the hamstring and uh, man, what a what a performance from him to be banged up. It would really suck to go to your, th- go to your third pitcher of the night in the second inning. I think is when he got hit. Um, so to stay in there and man, um, yeah, what so a, what a is on you. Him. Yeah, what a performance from him in, in a game that was definitely chippy. <clears throat> yeah, props to him. I mean, freaking Iron Man. He would go cover first base on on some of those that were. Um, hit to that left side over there, and I mean, he was limping bad, yeah, yeah. But props to him, just, just shoved it for those, uh, I think, four and ended up getting the win. I think he pitched four and a third, maybe. Um, so that that was huge for Tennessee because you're like, all right, Chase Burns didn't have a great day yesterday, Dolander's out, crap. Let's see how yeah. good this bullpen is because you know. <coughs> Vanderbilt again going back to that series, you only lose four, you only use four relievers the entire series. Right. Um, so it's good to see them kind of get that work. And you know, Camden Sewell has struggled a little bit, but you know, he he shoved it against right Alabama, and that that was huge for Tennessee to get that win. And again, well, and, and, I, I go ahead. I was just saying another credit to this pitching staff. You didn't have your normal guy calling pitches and I think that does show how consistent the staff is and how on the same page they are but there's definitely got to be a little bit of difference in terms of maybe flow and, and what's coming up next and stuff yeah maybe in the same as it was last weekend with with Frank Anderson not calling them um so to, for them to kind of step in there and like we said Dolander gets hurt um which Frank was calling for those pitches and then Camden comes in and it's just it's it is a different gosh is what it is today um Drew Beam has has uh, Elander calling them and not not Frank Anderson. It's got to change up a little bit, and they don't miss a beat. Credit to them for just battling and um, and you know definitely trusting a guy who hadn't called pitches this year. Yeah, maybe Elander calls Drew Beans from now on because he <laughs> yeah. had a career high in strikeouts. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, yeah, really cool to see. You talked about how they didn't really miss a beat. Um, Credit to, dude, credit to Elander. Credit credit to him. Let's give him a pay raise. Yeah. Um, let's make sure he stays around in Knoxville. Calm, cool, collected. He knows the staff he's on. He loves it. He knows his role. Uh, he knew he could get tossed from that game. Um, credit to um, him. Credit to the entire staff. Um, those guys kind of picking up. And credit to Tony for, you know, having that foundation and that trust where guys can do it and not miss a beat. Credit to the right. team for rolling with it. Uh, you know, definitely could have been a hindrance having those two guys gone very involved with um, – you know, game day operations. It's one one's your head coach and and one's your pitching coach. So could have been a different story. And staff and team did not miss a beat at all. Yeah, you you talked about on this show like the the backup goalies who like it it, it could end up like bringing somebody like out of the stands. That's happened. Yeah, before, right. Uh, in hockey, yeah, you get the emergency yeah. goalies. Like like at what point would they actually like how many ejections? of coaches would they have to go through <laughs> for Danny me, White's in the dugout <laughs> before me or you are, are out there. It's not like football where you have a gazillion coaches. I mean, you, you got a handful 
I sent a, I sent a text trying to get in there Saturday night. So um, I put the thought out there just in case Tony needs to needs an ejection later on in the season. Yeah, you can put me in a hotel room in Omaha just in case. <clears throat> yeah, just give me a windbreaker. I'll I'll be ready to go anytime you need. Or, or I'll tell you what, if uh, if Tennessee has Jeffrey um, behind home plate again, why don't you just bring me out and I'll get ejected? Yeah, you don't have to pay me for it. I'll bump the shit out of him. <laughs> Four games is nothing to me. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Just put me in that MVP room for the for, for those four games. I'll be good. Uh, yeah, Zerk, Zerk was two heartbeats away for sure. Um, I was uh, yeah, I, I, him coming. You know, we talked about professional get back like, coach. For sure, we were talking. We asked him about the kid. You know, what he say or do? He said I didn't touch him. Didn't say anything. Was just a buffer. Um, he was out of the dugout pretty quick after the bump. So, shout out to yeah. Zerk for taking care of business too. There you go. Also, like Jeffrey doesn't even know how to take a charge. It's pretty sorry. <laughs> that's a that's a block all day. Yeah, that was. That he was, was about to rough. toss him again. Like he turned around, like he was about to toss him again. He should have, man. He should have. Yeah, I've been. I like the Bobby Cox comparisons. Um, I'm I'm digging those. I like that. So, I mean, I, I, also, I just I just don't like. So, from what I've heard about what actually transpired is they were Alabama was tipping pitches. It was that first base coach, um, and, and I'm sure there there was a little. I'm, Frank was pissed also because the inning should have ended as soon as the batter steps out of the box, right. And is not given time, whatever that pitch is. If that pitch is thrown, it's a strike. It doesn't matter where it's at. It's a strike. That would have been strike three. That would have been three outs, end of inning. Well, they called it a ball. And then the next, I guess the next pitch, he hits it right back up to to Dolander. So there was that. Frank was pissed about that. Well, Ricky, you know, all that transpired. Well, I don't understand why Frank Anderson you, – you mentioned it earlier. Why was Frank Anderson tossed? It looks like it was kind of the end of his rant and walking right. back to the dugout when he gets tossed. And it wasn't really – he wasn't even re- talking to Jeffrey. Right. And then that's when Botello comes out and Again, has words. And your job Bot- is to calm it down, and you did not do that. You escalated no. it. Yeah, for sure. And then there's there's five feet of turf in between Jeffrey and Vitello, it looks like he's almost done with his rant and he's tossed. And, he and, and he I think a lot of that. got to go earn it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, get your money's worth. But I felt like it, it was personal because it was, it carried over from Friday night. Yeah. I mean, there's the guy missed 57 strikes or balls in a game behind on play. That's, I mean, that's, that's, awful oh it's 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 unexcusable and tennessee is one of the most disciplined teams in the country if if they're not even check swinging it's a ball yeah and you know i don't i'll even say this listen you have off nights 57 is obviously absurd but you have off nights you can't let that carry over to your next game you know you've got them for two more games listen you had a bad night okay done it stays on it stays there friday night same as a as a player should um, you have a good night and the coaches are on you, it stays on the field. It's, it's got to stay on, it's got to stay there. And, and the next night, first off, your job ain't behind home plate anymore. So if that's what you're worrying about, you're worrying about the wrong thing. Yep. So if you're worrying about balls or strikes that night, it's not your job. It's not your job. Yeah. Just don't get it. And then the, the, their first base coach ends up getting thrown out because he's John back and forth with Ricky Martinez because I'm sure it was said, hey, stop tipping pitches or, or whatever, you know, whatever you say to them. Um, but why is, why is that first base coach so close to our dugout? Well, you shouldn't – and you should never be. You shouldn't be looking in the dugout either. If you're looking in the dugout, you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, and, and Some of those kids are under 18. It's, that's weird on his <laughs> part anyway. <laughs> and then you had uh, you had the, the first base ump on Saturday night who couldn't stop looking in the stands. Um, boy was rattled. Man was rattled. Apologies. Um, 
yeah, it was uh it was an interesting night for sure in Lindsay Nelson. Saturday was just and I was telling somebody today, I was like at the end of the it was the top of the first. So we're in the middle of the first. I, yeah, all that happens. Everyone's yelling. Everyone's going nuts. I, 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 it, once it all kind of settles down, I'm like, oh, my God, it's just the first inning. Yeah. <laughs> like, it does not feel like the first inning now. Right. Yeah, that, that was like a whole game in uh, a top of an inning. <laughs> we didn't get to finish the first one. <laughs> and then we and then, and then Tennessee gets theirs. They get a two-piece in the bottom just to tell Jeffrey. Yeah, just you know, my concho doing my concho things. <laughs> Also, I love that he got that whole racing suit. Yeah, I'd like to know how that transpired, how that, that happened. That, that NIL uh, deal, you think? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of NIL, NIL, Kirby, come on the show, brother. I'll get you a hat. Yeah, let's do it. I'll get you a hat. Don't worry. Um, but, no, it, it's a great weekend to be a ball. Great win over Alabama. Let's do it again next week in Florida. Um I mean, Tennessee just continues to create separation in the SEC. And then you've got Arkansas, who I thought was just the classiest program ever. I thought they oh, just won the ball. And they're worrying about the team in the East that they don't even play. As it stands right now, you will not play Tennessee this year. Because I don't know why you're banking on seeing us in the in the tournament. I, like you, you shouldn't be banking on that. Um, but, yeah, just to throw that one out there and act like you don't worry about Tennessee, you're watching. Yeah, and at any time, like, I don't even know if Arkansas won today because I literally do not care. Don't care. But don't they care. are obsessed with Tennessee, absolutely obsessed. Anything Tony Vitello does, any kind of picture that's taken, you know, they're saying, you know, classless and, oh, Dave Van Horn will never do anything like that. Dave Van Horn was in the middle of the argument last year. It's not like he was trying to walk away and Tony Vitello bumped him. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, it, I don't know. it's, it's just hilarious to me too. And, and the things they call Tennessee classless for, which, uh, you know, I meant to mention this earlier too. I hadn't, which I didn't see at all. We, we left the stadium pretty quickly. So I don't know if more took place. I have no problem with Alabama celebration on Friday night. In fact, it's an honor celebrate. Like you just won the world series. Cause you just beat the best team in the country and it ain't going to happen two more times this weekend. So, yeah, live it up. What I will say is if it did go too far, and I would always say this as a coach or a player, it's baseball. Guys, we turn around and play these guys two more times. Let's remember that. Let's enjoy this win, but let's not enjoy it too much because we got them tomorrow. This one could be very short-lived, and it was. But I had no problem with the celebration. Um, And I think a lot of people, I think it was Will Mabry uh, in postgame mentioned that, yeah, you know, it kind of fired him up how hard they celebrated. I don't see it. That's not, that's not being like, that's not being mad about it saying they shouldn't do it. That's being mad about it. Like, thank you for giving us more fuel. We'll use it. Um, we need this fire to be stoked a little bit. We appreciate it. So I don't have a problem with, I think it was, if it wasn't Will, I'm sorry, Will the thrill. Um, but I don't have any problem with whoever's comments. Those were, I think it's part of the sport. I think t- Everybody on that Tennessee staff and team, they know how much they piss people off across the country, and they're okay with it because they're like, come beat me. We'll yeah, celebrate and, it, it and come beat me. And Because we're not worried about anybody else. We're right. worried about the game in front of us. We're not worried about the team in the West or whatever. I mean, we're just sitting up here doing our thing. We're playing ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we can do it without coaches. I mean, if Dave Van Horn <laughs> – got thrown out of a game, I mean, they would literally run around with their heads cut off. Well, then Arkansas fans would already be floating out the idea of getting Tony V to, to, to Arkansas then. They, yeah. they, I love that they've, I love that they float that idea. I love that Arkansas thinks they're the premier program in college. Like they think they're the Alabama of college baseball that they can go have their pickings at any coach in the country. Yeah. Great. You're good at one sport. You're not even good. You, 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 haven't even won a championship. Yeah, how does that uh Omaha's logo look? They took it off because they didn't even make it. So how stupid do you look now? Right. Also, I did want to yell. We I caught the um I also caught, you live in Arkansas. It's terrible. <laughs> it's the worst a, state besides Mississippi. I caught the right fielder. He he was he was looking back an awful lot, Landon, um early in the game today. Um he enjoyed that that college world series banners back there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I had a voice to yell it, I was going to see what he thought of those. If he, if he liked them, cause they, well, they, probably, if, you know, they don't have was, a lot in Alabama. I mean, he's horrible. So we would never recruit him, but <laughs> you know, 
the transfer portal is a real thing, but you, you don't have to worry about Tennessee giving you no. the call. You know, I saw You're that. Ba- I saw that batting average. <laughs> um, uh, I, I will re- he, read uh, Will Mabry's um, quote if you want me to. So it was it was Will that said it. It was okay. yes, yeah. And like af- after that, I'm like, oh man, this is kind of old Miss vibes. But hey, if you can back it up, hey, talk that talk. Um, th- this is what he said. He said, "We are already looking onto the next game. We're going to come back hot tomorrow, and they don't really have a chance, in my opinion." They were also partying like they won the, the World Series, so we'll let them know how it tastes tomorrow. And we did that. You got to back it up. You're going to say it. He just brought up a great point. Um, they did it. Alabama's catcher, props to him. He he was a really good player for us <laughs> this week. He got some MVP chance every yeah, a couple of bats. Oh, my bats. God. He, uh, he didn't like Jeffrey apparently either. He was throwing his heads out out in third base, out down the third base line. I mean, I I wouldn't say Evan Russell is just like a professional catcher at this point, but he could give lessons to Alabama's catcher, and he's played oh, for one for, year, for not sure. even a year. He I mean he could help him in every facet of the game. Right, that, that batting average wasn't very strong either. What about and Evan he Russell walked, showing you, off the hose last night? That man walked – so that man's batting average, I don't remember what it was, but it wasn't impressive. No. Ben Joyce comes into the game before he pitches. He takes a couple, you know, hacks watching watching him warm up on the mound, and he strolls out there like he's about to get a hit. And he t- credit to him, he, he touched a couple foul balls. I won't, I won't hate on yeah. him there, but um, he just waved at that last ball to, to sit down. Yeah, I was about to say, how did it end? How did it end? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, that, that just sat him down. So uh, – yeah, he could use some lessons everywhere from from uh, from our man from Weigels. Also, um, Ben Joyce, does he just? I would love to get him on the podcast because I would love to ask him. If, does he prefer when we're up by ten runs to to be in the game? <laughs> Is that just the kind of I like to step on people's throat kind of thing? Yeah, he's a killer, man. He's a uh, he, cold blooded, literally. I mean, because I mean, nothing is as disrespectful as being up ten runs and then throwing Ben Joyce out there. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. And to a poor guy who who can't who can't hit. Uh, Credence mentioned that he couldn't hit off his starter today, who was who was uh, throwing batting practice in there to our guys at some points. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, man, it, it was so much fun. I had a great time. Because Caleb gets, doesn't get to go to every game, so I love when Caleb gets to go. We, we like. I don't, to, I, don't get, I don't get to go to every game. This is my first time going to a full series since it was 2019 when I got to go to a full series. So shout out to I don't know what I don't know their names. I should have gotten their names. Um, we were leaving the game on Saturday night, and a couple offered me and buddies their tickets because they couldn't make it. So shout out to them for getting me in. I really do appreciate it. I had a great time. Um, I, y'all told me to give them hell. I tried the best I could with my, my voice situation. Um, Jeffrey heard me a couple times. So if that makes you feel any better, um, did you hear the guy next to him? He was the, like, this, yeah. this, he was like, this is my first game ever. And y'all have made it so much fun. Oh, he shook my hand when he left. Made me feel really good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was a fun game. Not, not from, not because of me. I'm glad I made it more fun. Um, <laughs> but not because of us, the, the guys that did it, uh, but it, it was a very fun game, and um, it, and that's why I do like. You know, I was telling somebody we had, you know, you got MVP seats, and and you of course popped down there plenty. But it's a lot of fun to get. You can't, I guess you could, but you, you probably shouldn't yell some of the things. Not that it's inappropriate, but we just kind of we we're on somebody all game every game when we're out there, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. And uh, I know the legends had Easter this weekend, but uh, I, I think Wrightfield picked it up for them. Yeah, we just need like a gated like not a gated but we need like an area to ourselves in yeah. rye field um similar to a porch we don't require any kind of nothing yeah we just we just need a just a little small piece of railing and we're good to go <laughs> exactly um so so much fun and that's why i like right field it's uh it's a good time left field got rowdy on saturday night too good to see them get in on the action uh the left left field line there um that can be a little quiet over there. Maybe a little more family, family friendly down down the left field line. Um, good to see them get on the action with uh, with our main man Jeffrey. Uh, I was gonna mention something else too about uh, about Saturday, but I'm I lost my train of thought. Um, 
I think but Saturday. Yeah, I think that like Tennessee's the number one team in the country, and you tell them they can't have the the fur coat and the daddy hat out when somebody hits a home run. Like we have like ninety home runs. We've done it all season. Well, then he realizes how wrong he is, and he's like just in the dugout. Which I'm like, if you're gonna tell them they can't put the fur coat on, show me that in the rule book number one, and then show me where they have to do it in the dugout. Yeah, well, me I that. mean, what is the real difference in tapping helmets and putting on a fur coat? That's what I was gonna say. You can't let them high five outside the dugout if you, if you ain't gonna let them put the fur right. coat on. Right, celebration is celebration. Yep, absolutely. absolutely. Also, dude, we just hit a freaking bomb. If this is yeah. a ranked SEC series. Let's celebrate. Let's have some fun. Softball it, got uh, to have some fun today. Let's let us have some fun. Well, Jarrell said it best. He was on the radio <laughs> with uh, with John. I think it's Vince that did the call with him today. Um, they had him on. He said, "I mean, you got to remember, we're we're playing a kids' game still. Like we're we're, we're here to have fun, and that's yeah. all it is. It's a sport, and uh, it's fun to win. Obviously, it's fun to fu- it's fun to have fun winning. So I'm glad these guys don't take themselves too serious. They obviously, and uh, it's very clear in the fall and the summer." Um, you know, during the week, those guys go in there and they do take care of business. It's a, it, it is a business to them. You don't get that good, you know, taking yourself lightly. Uh, then they just get to go out there on, on, you know, on the games and, and kind of enjoy themselves. And, and you, you know, there's emotion They're they're dialed in, but they make sure to enjoy themselves. And those are the guys that are going to play a long time and enjoy the sport. So it's a, it's a ton of fun to watch. Yeah. And I can't wait for the bat flip. <clears throat> It might be tomorrow. I'm not 100% sure. Tomorrow, Wednesday. But um, there, there's so many guys you can put MVP. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can go Drew Beam. Jarrell Ortega, I thought, had a phenomenal series hitting the baseball. Um, Jordan Beck, or Mike Concho, sorry. Um, Trey Lipscomb continues to rake. I mean, you, you just so many guys you can put in that kind of MVP category for this weekend. So, I can't wait to kind of hash that out with you guys whenever, you know, Monday or Absolutely. Wednesday, whenever that is. Absolutely. Um, well, so get away from me. what 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 do you what do you do pitching wise? Blade coming in? I'm you know, as it stands today, I think I don't I won't I don't think I'd move Burns or Beam right now. I think I'm just pitching Blade Saturday at this point. Yeah. Obviously it'd be great, you know, to have a guy like Blade as your Friday night guy. Uh nothing against Burns, but he has been struggling and maybe that makes you think to maybe give him some, you know, let him, let someone else kind of go out there and set the tone Friday night at this point. But I, it hasn't affected your series. You know, you go in there and the Friday night's obviously tough with a loss, but last Friday you still get the win. This weekend you still win the series, even with the not great game from Friday night. And it wasn't just Chase Burns. I'm not saying that. Um, but I don't think you necessarily need to mess with the full order. I think he could go. I think you could just slot him in there Saturday. I was a little shocked, which I think Cannon's a great option. He has been in that long reliever plenty of times. I thought you might see Blade Saturday night come in there and give you more of what a starter, um, which I know Camden has, you know, played that starter role. He did it once in uh, Hoover last year. Mm-hmm. But I thought maybe you see him Saturday night. I don't hate the decision to go with, uh, with Camden there. But, yeah, I think I would just slide him in on Saturday. Assuming Dolander's not back. Yep. Tennessee takes that series two to one. Um, would love to got the brooms out, but hey, anytime you beat Alabama is a great day. Um, just didn't make the same mistakes. You know, you mentioned the errors. Their catcher had three on Saturday. They ended up with four in the series. We had one that was on Friday night and um, the strikeouts. Tennessee's pitchers, 35 strikeouts on the series. Um, Alabama. 17. So just again, another another phenomenal weekend at the plate for Tennessee being selective. Um, you know, when they, they see their pitch, they take advantage of it. You talked about how good Tennessee is at their batters at the plate. They'll give you a lot of, you know, they'll help the they'll help us out there. And I think Friday night looked a lot like Tuesday in the terms of they weren't maybe as quite as patient, maybe why you didn't see as many, you know, good balls barreled there and um you know, maybe not not quite the same Tennessee. You definitely got back to that Saturday and Sunday. For sure. For sure. Yeah, and Tennessee just got batters on. I mean, you look at the home runs. Tennessee had five home runs. Alabama, I think, had four on the weekend. Tennessee just had runners on. You know, that was the difference mm-hmm. in the in the game. You know, they were drawing walks. They were getting hits. Um, 
I mean, they scored seven runs, their first seven runs of the game with two outs. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're just – Yeah. The rally caps are on. But, uh, yeah, Tennessee just doesn't make a ton of mistakes. So, if you, you're going to have to play your best baseball to beat them. Alabama did that on Friday night. But, hey, you got three games, bud. Yep. yep. I hope you enjoyed celebrating on our field. Friday night because I was only celebrating. You got to do the rest of the series. Hey, and I, I'm exactly, and I'm being serious, man. I, it's a, uh, it's not a slap in the face to me to see that. It's a, uh, you know, a lot of teams want to talk, or a lot of people want to talk about, and there there are the reasonable fans who recognize how good Tennessee is. But then there the, there's the ones that are going. Tennessee will come back to earth. The ones that always you know act like they do the trash talk that Tennessee's not that good, etc. When a team celebrates like that, they don't do that for teams that aren't that good. Yeah. Also, stop selling your tickets to Alabama fans. Yeah. I should never see an Alabama fan in the MVP room ever. No. Ever. No. There, um, no. there was a guy. Football- this is kind of petty of me, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> they were behind me in line to get food. And so, like, usually the pan things are up. I closed mine as soon as I, I was like done. That. Yeah. I like that. That's a slight jab, you know? Yeah. What a key. Open, hey, you open gotta, up you yourself. Gotta make them work. You yeah, make open them it work. up yourself. There was a, um, uh, oh, uh, I had the, uh, I think they're called the Camden Crazies, the, the Georgia Southern team. Okay. Talking trash to me on Saturday morning, or just maybe it was this morning. I don't remember. Weekends kind of come all together, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, we did sweep you guys. They pulled out that they, Swept Georgia State, who beat us in football, and that somehow makes them better than us at baseball. Four years ago, four years ago, something like that. Um, that's a Ooh, different sport. Okay, and we played head to head this year. Interesting. And in their and in their like picture, it says the Camden's crazy. It's like seven dudes who all look thirty years old. Also, didn't we sweep them last year too? We. How was it a sweep last year? I thought maybe they got it. Might have been, and it was at I guess their name at Georgia Camden. Southern. And we took your best players, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, If you follow me on Twitter, I would like to formally apologize. Um, I was in a very troll mood this weekend. Um, so if you go to my, like, tweets and replies, they're pretty full. I hope they didn't come up on your timeline because I do deeply regret that. But uh, after Friday night, you know, that when Saturday, it just really got me fired up. So, yeah. And, yeah. and after, sat- after Saturday, listen, guys, I knew – I knew where the rubber match was going. <laughs> there was no question. So, are, are you keeping the stash? I know Zerk, yeah. he shaved his. Uh, Which I respect. I, I'm not hating. I did ask was, where it went, but I'm not upset about hating. it, but. So, you're leaving yours. Oh, yeah, especially after this weekend. Um, okay. I know if we had lost Saturday, I, you know, I might have had to just for the team. I'm a team guy. I'm not selfish. I do like it. But if, if I had to. Um, and I totally – Zerk said he's got to get a new streak going, and I agree. I like that. Um, so I, I thought about it going into Saturday and I was like, no, just, Hey, trust the process. You've been doing what you do. You know, everything will just come in here with the new, it's a new day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Easter weekend. All, you know, all about redemption. So we'll, we'll get going. Oh, that's good. And we I are. Like that. Thank you. <laughs> I had a couple of good Easter throws in there Saturday. All appropriate. I'd like to add all appropriate. Yeah. So. So uh, Jordan did have a good point, Landon, which is where I thought you were going with it. Uh, he said he would have loaded up on all the food and made him wait for the the next batch to come out. Oh, that would be good. There was a lot of food left, so I'd have to get a couple more. Landon's like 10 plates. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where are you going? Uh, that would have been solid. Would have been yeah. solid. What a fun I weekend. should have just taken all the plates and made them just get it with their bare hands. Perfect. They're used to that, though. That's the only thing. They would have felt yeah, right at home then. That's true. They don't, they don't have plates and they don't have plates and napkins or or uh, silverware. Tuscaloosers is that what we're calling them? Ooh, kind of like that. Kind of like that. No one appreciated my Nick Saban jokes because uh, Will out in right field was wearing. He's the only one that on the, on the field at least that was wearing all black cleats. I don't know if he thought he was an Alabama football player or what, but he ain't he ain't he don't have any business wearing all black cleats. You're not that guy, pal. Yeah. You're not that guy. Yeah. No. No. Sorry, bud. Um, great weekend. Let's get into we going we going football. We're going football. We we do have. I mean, I know we kind of talked about Tony on there. Do we get the lemonade stand Tuesday? 
I hope so. Um, we'll see against Bellarmine. So that'll be – I hope he does. Free Tony. Free Tony. Free Tony. Frank Anderson will be back, but Tony Vitello does get the four-game suspension, so he will be back Sunday against Florida. Um, didn't get out of that one. Still got to go. <laughs> um, but, I mean, this – he's going to have him prepared. Uh, um, again, props to Elander for taking over that. Um, I haven't seen Elander do a ton of uh, media, but uh, right. he did have to do it after the game, so that was cool to see that. Um, you know, I don't – I've never – talked to him before but i'm sure that might not be in his comfort zone but he seemed to handle it well and and absolutely did the pitches and you know i'm sure he was just like what the hell when all that went down and then you know he's kind of thrown that okay well i'm i'm in charge now and then you, you get more nonsense with the not being able to celebrate home runs and so yeah props to him for handling it the way they did and the rest of that staff Doing the same. Well, and then you and you also speaking of the craziness that happened, you also had first base ump who can't keep his eyes and mouth out of the Tennessee dugouts. You know, Elander's been third base guy for a while, and I haven't once seen him. Yeah, why was his butt dugout? It was so weird. Like, how the, sweaty the, are you? Did I say the ump? I was talking about the coach, but yeah, the ump couldn't either. And yeah, yeah he was. It wasn't. It wasn't that warm. Yeah, it's. I, I made a joke that he, you know, overused the bidet. Kind of weird that. You, know, you, you got to turn that thing off. You can't just let it keep going. Um, but yeah, super fun. Yep. Uh, shout out to the Vols, man. Number one team in the country. That ain't going to change. I think everyone, I hope everyone agrees that you had that trip up Tuesday night, but you knew if the series was Tennessee's, they're, they're going to stay at number one. Um, going to take a lot more to knock it off. Yep. I agree. So, good deal. Um, yeah, football. Let's. Before we get into recruiting, let's just go Thursday night. Well, what's your immediate thoughts playing Ball State on Thursday night? For, uh, I, I feel like people are just going to think I'm completely hating. I'm not crazy about Thursday night games. Um, I did think I, – I will say this. The um, atmosphere at App State, the atmosphere at – was it Bowling Green? Was that last year? Bowling Green, yes. Okay were phenomenal. Um, so I don't hate them for that reason. I think Tennessee shows up. It's under the lights. I think it's a great time. I, I just, I mean, man, there's something about Saturdays in the fall. You only, you're only granted so many of them. Um, that does probably put me out on the golf course Saturday morning, which is nice. I do like that. Uh, maybe tailgating up in Johnson city, you know, we'll just see what happens, but yeah, you only get so many Saturdays in the fall. Um, and for me, they're Tennessee football and, it just is what it is, but I think it'll be a great environment. I like it under the lights. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I, I am, I'm excited for it. I like that. Um, you know, I know, I don't know if what channel it's going to be on ESPN, ESPN two, it'll, it'll be on, you know, it will be on cable, um, not on SEC network or something. So yeah, I, I don't hate it. And, and it, it does move football season a little bit closer. So that gets me a little bit more excited, but no, I'm, I'm not against it at all. Yeah, I don't hate it. You know, I would – I mean, I would definitely rather play a night game on Saturday than – Yeah, but, and that's a new, that's a noon game on Saturday too. So right, you, you got to look at it to that perspective, like which one would you rather have? And, right. and maybe I still lean Saturday, but um, also like how hot it's going to be at that time. You know, a night game on Thursday doesn't sound that bad either. And when you look at it, Pitt plays – you know, your second opponent plays on Thursday as well. Um, so, just more time pr- to prepare for that. Cool. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I'll be there. So, either way. So, it doesn't matter. It's way better than a Monday night game in Atlanta. I'll say that. Yeah. Way better. Um, no, it's 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 exciting. Moves foot, like I said, moves football season a little bit closer. So, the countdown is even closer than it was. Um, let's, go, let's, let's go Ball State. Mac Mac team, right? Another Mac team. Well, Mac action. Yeah. Well, Thursday not in action. All right. We'll see. Well, you know, I think Doug's Toledo's Mac, right? So you've got the Doug's connection. So you know, Matt, there's a little, there's a little hostility there between t- Tennessee and some Mac teams. Okay. Yeah, you got you got a story there to tell. All right. Some history with the Mac. Mac used to play on Thursdays. 
Mm, no, that's a good point. Is Ball State so, more prepared? Maybe. Got to ask. Got to ask the hard hitting questions. Yeah. Addison is his secondary. Look, we get a, a couple more days <laughs> sooner to figure that out. Absolutely. Um, little recruiting. Got some uh, some guys in the boat this weekend. Some in state guys. You got uh, earlier in the week. You got Nathan Robinson, three star defensive lineman from uh, Greenbrier, Tennessee. Shout out. Um, 6'5", 268 pounds. Um, you know, just a guy that he, they could use off the edge. I think he had 23 sacks last season, which I think was one of the top um, players in the country in, in that category. Just a big, big, strong, quick, athletic kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he seems to have a really good head on his shoulders and, you know, does a great job in interviews and really loves Rodney Garner. And, uh, I mean, there's just something different when you get some in-state guys. I mean, props to the out-of-state kids who, you know, see the vision when they come to Tennessee, but it, it seems to mean something more when you get some of these in-state guys. And Tennessee only landed two last year. They already have four in this class. Um, so seeing that kind of – in you know, those in-state kids really believe right. in their home state school is pretty cool to see. Yeah, and it, and it should be your strongest pipeline. And Tennessee's missed out on some of those guys with you know, with the struggles of late and and the the coaching turnover. So to to maybe start that, what again, what should be your strongest pipeline? And it, it's nice to see. And you know, you 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 don't want to lose in state kids to other SEC teams, especially. Yeah. Um, so so getting those guys is is huge for a lot of reasons. Yeah, and then uh, later on the week, you landed a local kid out of Knoxville, Tennessee, at Knoxville Catholic, Trevor Duncan, who's a three-star athlete, um, 6'5 and a half, 277 pounds, being recruited to play both. Um, we'll just kind of find whichever one they think he can really help Tennessee at. They'll, they'll put him at, but LRB and Rodney Garner are both pursuing him and both really – uh, big in his recruitment, so <clears throat> I think he prefers to play defensive line. I mean, why wouldn't you, right? <laughs> right. Um, It'd be a little bit meaner at that position. Yeah, um, throw some people around, but uh, and, and it's just more fun to get tackles than it is just blocking somebody. <laughs> right. You, you get to pad some stats on, on the defensive side, but um, Tennessee's trenches definitely got better with these two um, additions. And we'll see kind of where their career kind of takes off. But, yeah, good to see the, the in-state talent choosing the balls. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that was kind of weird, the Kyler Casper thing. Reclassifying and going to Oregon. You know, he's on his official visit last weekend to Tennessee. I just – I don't know. You had all the kind of signs pointing to Tennessee and then, you know, picks Oregon. I mean, that's just one of those things like – it's hard to get those those West Coast kids. I mean, we got Nico. You're not gonna you're not gonna land them all from the West Coast. Um, so he, he does choose Oregon. I just think with a new coach and you know new quarterback, I just don't really know about. Or that, that doesn't seem like a place where I'm just like, yeah, they're established. I want to go there. So is it more of just the West Coast factor? No, that's what it seems like to me. Yeah, and uh, you told me, you know, dad wanting to stay there. I'm sure that has some, you know, I'm sure it's not all the pool, but it's got to mean something. Um, you talked about when mama decides, um, dad does have a say in it too. I'm sure, you know, has sway in it, I'm sure. Maybe not as much as mom, but definitely matters. Yeah, when your dad plays in the NFL, I guess you listen to him a little bit more, but. Right. Um yeah, but but going to play for is who is oh yeah, so it's Dan Lanning. I mean, he's a defensive guy, so I don't know as a four star wide receiver. Yeah, I want to go to Oregon over you know playing where Cedric Tillman was a two to three star recruit and has a thousand yards after he had like you know a handful of catches his first two years on, on camp or first three years on campus. So right. this didn't really make a ton of sense to me. Yeah. But whatever. We're going to keep rolling. Rolling into. No, no problem. Is spring practice. I guess it's 
I don't know if it's completely over. I think they're still doing some some stuff, but uh, after the spring game, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are kind of shut down in terms of contact and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> All right, well, you get us some segments. Let's 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 hit it. Um, and then we've got uh, well, in baseball, let's see, it's Bellarmine on Tuesday. Is that right? Did we mention that? Okay. Um, before they roll into series against Florida. So another another big week ahead, obviously, with the SEC series, but this is SEC East too. Don't want don't want to let guys make up ground there. I think we got a five game lead in the East right now. So okay. I like it. I like it. Something slight. Absolutely. Uh most important. Let's do it. Most important. Um I mean, the easy one is Lady Vols walk off. But I also had Jordan Beck. You mentioned it earlier in the show, rocking the rocking the Mike Honcho racing suit. Um, pretty pretty legendary get up there, for sure. Yeah, I love that. Um, also had oh Iona broke the streak, got that first yeah. win of the season. Um, I think they're on a 33-game losing streak comes to an end, so props to them. I don't think they won the series. Um, I think they end up losing the series, but props for them for for getting over the hump and getting that that win. Um, much needed, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it happened, it's funny, it happened the same week, 11.7, put out the whose streak's coming to an end first. So, mm. A little added there. So, Florida, they – Lost this weekend at Vanderbilt. They lost a series. So, I think that's two series in a row that they lost. No, they beat Arkansas. That's right. Yeah. And they got swept by Georgia. They lost to LSU. They did beat Alabama. Yeah, they're a weird team. For sure. Get swept by Georgia and then beating Arkansas the, the following weekend. Yeah, weird team. I mean, the SEC just continues to kind of beat up on itself, but Tennessee, it's Tennessee. They reign supreme. <laughs> yeah, good good luck. <laughs> Any more most important? Uh, I think I have one more. Um, can't read that full thing, so don't want to do that one. Um Oh, I don't know if this is the most important or failed, depending on how you look at it. The lady that glued herself to the floor, what game was that? It was a playing game. Was it the Timberwolves game? Did you not see that? The lady came out, I guess you call her a streaker, a field, uh, pitch, eva- pitch, pitch evader, invader, excuse me, um, rolls out onto the court and just puts her hands on the court with glue on them, try to glue herself to the court. I mean, that's yeah, dedication. I, it is, is it not? I want to know what type of glue she used. Are we just going like school or is it like commercial grade? Oh, that stuff that smells like a skunk. Oh, yeah. Mm. Or is she just using that straight, nasty Elmer's glue? Who knows, man? I don't that trust, orange I don't tip Elmer's glue. Yeah. <laughs> I don't trust him. Um, that's insane. Was that a most important or is that a fail? I can't I can't decide. I can't decide. Because I I don't think I have any more most importance, but I do have let's, a couple fails in here. Well, let's get into the fails. So how about um I don't know if they ever like said why, but yanking Clayton Kershaw when he had right. uh, 80 pitches after the seventh inning and he had a perfect game going. That's stupid there's been 23 perfect games ever and you just yank him just let him try i mean if the next batter hits a home run you play so many games like it's not a no hitter he's a perfect game yeah i agree yeah just a didn't make a lot of sense no not you know like you only get so many chances let alone Perfect games, you only get so many chances. 
Um, let's see. First, yeah. Any? Do you have any other fails? Because I'm. I do have one. Let's hear it. Vanderbilt tying in their spring game, thirty-two, thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. They can even win a spring game. How sad. Oh my hey, uh, spin zone. They can't also can't lose a spring game. I guess not. I mean, that's <laughs> that's horrible. I love it so much. Um, did you see where Rob Manfred left each MLB player Bose headphones and an appreciation note in their locker before opening day? Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, we don't want to pay you all that much, but y'all can have some headphones, courtesy of the MLB. God, what a loser. I love it. Also, what do you think about this? Um, I want to get your take on it. So, the – who who are they playing? The Giants. So, the Giants and the Padres are playing. Um, Mar- Mauricio Dubon. Bunts with a nine-run lead in like the sixth inning for a hit. Padres didn't like it, of course. Back to those unwritten rules. I mean, the unwritten rules are just so dumb, man. I, I, I mean, there's been blown nine-run leads, and it's not like it's the ninth inning. It's a sixth. I, I guess if we're going to – let's equate it to another sport. Um, are you going to – you know, in football, if it's third and two – you know, are you going to try to run and get a first down or are you just going to kneel to keep the clock rolling? I mean, are you going to, like, it, if he can get on base and that's how he, like, whatever, stop him from getting on base. Right. Yeah, it, it's it's that. Bunt, it's also, like, there, there's more. Like, if you're in a series, there's more to it than just, like, I need to win this game. I'm trying to get deeper in their bullpen. Yeah, you know that, that's a work. You know that that could be the difference in a series where you're having to pitch somebody that, hey, we're just gonna rock at the end of this thing. Yeah, a, a bunt's not an automatic hit. Yeah, you, you can still do your job. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, sorry about it, but it's it, it's not like he swung three zero and hit a freaking towering right. home run, which I would agree is kind of the same thing. Right. I mean, the guy bunted. Yeah. Let's not make it any more than what it is. I would almost be more upset if, like, you know, he's on first and next guy up hits a double and he tries to stretch it to home for no re- you know, for no reason. And it's almost like that one. You're like, yeah, you know, if we're going to go into unwritten rules, uh, that's not one anyone complains about. I'm like, you know, you could have stayed at third. And if we're going to if we're going to sit here and complain about people trying to score, try. Right. I mean, we're talking about a guy getting on base. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't really make a lot of sense. I mean, Padres, you just look soft for that. So. Yeah, Un- unwritten rules are dumb. There's reason there's there's reasons they're unwritten, guys. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, that's all I got, guys. We really appreciate you all. A lot of people in the in the chat tonight. Um, also shout out to Zerg. He he said you mentioned not a charge. Um, he didn't drop in the chat. But you can go see the tweet reply. He said, "Definitely not a charge. Didn't even fall down." I got. I got to agree. I'm, I'm not. I'm not handing out a charge for a guy who's not even willing to hit the deck. So, for sure. not not willing to do it. Um, I also thought Tony was under control. A lot of people said he was out of control. I thought there was a lot of um, upper body constraint there that he could have added some more. Um, and I don't think I could give that guy a charge ever. Yeah. Also. Um... We we saw a picture and we posted the picture of um, Jeffrey on our Twitter and Volswire already said this is a Volswire USA Today sports own photo. I just replied back, shut up. And we're gonna have to delete it. We are. Yeah, we could get a cease and desist, <laughs> which is kind of dumb. We don't make money off our Twitter. It's like we just shared it. Well, somebody oh. sent it to me. I didn't get it from your site, so. Yeah, so we're going to have to. It's pretty dumb, but we're going to have to. I I mean, I understand it to an extent, but it's like, I don't know. We're not profiting off of it. Yeah, whatever. So, I yeah. mean, USA Today we is wait. one of the worst. 
Good pictures of a terrible guy, but yeah, I don't know why you spend all your time taking pictures of an umpire, but okay, yeah. cool. I mean, whatever. Yeah, uh, it's very, very unfortunate, but um, them's the rules, I guess. Uh, very Jeffrey of them, I think. But can I just like tag okay. them in it and that works? Well, that's up to them, but yeah, it's, it doesn't fall under free use technically, which I think I feel like Twitter should be a free use, yeah, because didn't kind of everything again. Again, we're not profiting. I'd get it if we were making money off of your photo. We're not. Yeah, definitely not. We're not. I mean, you're not making money on his photos regardless. (laughs) Well, guys, seriously, thank you all for listening. Um, Thank you for making Lindsey Nelson rowdy, even without the students in town. Um, It was a hornet's nest. Uh, It was nasty. It was a lot of fun do it again next home home series for now though we'll take our talents to florida yep we'll be back with a bat flip maybe tomorrow um depending on the rain a little bit and then uh if not we'll, we'll be back wednesday night with the bat flip going a little bit more depth about each game and um yeah that's all we got thanks again for listening free tony we're bringing the boat in and we out